whatever. Wow. Hello. Welcome to the Blimey Foundation community. But wow. Um, yeah, it's episode 115. That's correct. Uh, so, yes. So yes. today we're going to be discussing title. We do these. Uh, when do we do these? We're I going mean, to be discussing um, quote of the week and the latest news. I was going to That's point out that it's uh, we do this every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern uh, UTC minus four. Oh, yeah. And don't forget to check out the Discord server uh, here on the Liboy Discord server. We do it every uh, week. We broadcast live from a yeah. studio audience. And by that, I mean we're all in the audience and none of us are on stage. Well, um... Sandro, with, mm-hmm. with, with Peter of the Week, I mean, you know, this is a nice special number, you know. Oh, yeah, 100. It is actually Quake of the Week 100. Ah. Yeah. Finally, we've got to that magic number. Um. So, yeah, so there's officially been 100 Quake of the Week. Um. And so, yeah, this shows how the program's been going for quite a while now. And um, it's great to see, Um. yeah, it's great to see that the Quake Council are still nominating people, obviously, and uh, the vote, uh, people People still voting, and uh, yeah, it's actually. I didn't think we were going to get this far, but um, <laughs> you yeah, thought we we'd be killed uh, before yeah, we got to this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it is uh, almost two years of creators of the week. Yeah, yeah. oh my god, yeah, I, was, I still don't know how to say that. Yeah, and I was, um, yeah, so I've of course been the creators council leader since I forget when, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, no, yeah, just like, uh, like a, a few weeks ago, like as far as my, my memory goes. Yeah, but that's because you, you just like started being really active in the there, and then just and by a, by a few weeks you mean like months, months. several months. Yeah, you mean a, you mean like it? I don't know if it's hit a year yet, but um, it might have done. Well, let's um, talk about the creator of the week. This is a good time yeah. to talk about that. Who is it? Who won? The creator of the week is the digital line. So this creator, um, just loading up their page here, just so I can give you a sum up. Um, so they do lots of different videos. Uh, like developer related videos since they are a uh, developer themselves um, so some general um, technology videos on uh, yeah developer topics um, and yeah I, I, it's kind of a broad uh, channel in general uh, so for example one of their latest videos is on um, YubiKey passwordless login uh, so of course YubiKey's uh, a two-factor authentication method uh, and yeah, it allows you to not use password and um, instead use a USB key. Yeah, you uh, need so a dongle. Cool. That's that's yeah. so much better than you know actually having something you can carry around in your head. But it is it's more secure in a sense. Um, if you keep it on you, there's it's much harder to crack it than uh, crack Let's a steal it. Uh, no, although of course, so you know course, how, how people, you know how we were all on about like, oh yeah, we're gonna have like cards in our hands and stuff. No, we're not gonna have cards. We're just gonna have UB keys in our hands at some point. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of inductant uh, interface. Yeah, I can see that. That's totally, totally believable. I don't like having something in your hand doesn't really make much sense. And then I have to cut off your hand to steal it. Because there are watches. Watches exist. Yeah, but your watch can come off. Yes, however, at least with your watch, you don't have to implant it into your hand. And if you implant something in your hand, then it hurts and you have to get surgery done, whereas some people don't want to do surgery. You're such a wuss. Get the mark of the beast in your hand and in your forehead. Don't be a pussy. And the matrix, right? Here, here. That is literally put. That's literally putting a microchip in you. Anyway, um, there we go. So cool. The digital light, anyway, who has let's... nothing to do with taking the mark of the beast, is uh, mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. I would mm-hmm. like to point out that the thing that struck me first 
when I was looking at his channel is he has some really good production values. Like I wasn't expecting it, but he puts the stuff together real tight and, no, and spent some good time what, at it. On this, what? Like I've not seen the content. I've just what? seen the thumbnails, but what is it with this nice purple theme? He like, likes it. In... Yeah, it's, it's good. You, you should agree. Should literally your profile icon since like day one has been this purple thing. Actually, I, I did actually check that. Um, It's been there uh, since November. What? No, since November? Since November 2021, yeah. Yes, and uh, yeah, I, I don't really remember before that in profile icon history of room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember what your profile icon was before. What was it? Just curious. Something shroomy, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I was just checking that I have not just been disconnected from the podcast. Okay. No, we're just looking askance um, at yeah, you. I, I like how... Yes, it is, in fact, a smiley shroom. The, uh... That's correct. No, hang on. Um, Can can you hear me? Yes, we can yes, hear you. Yes, we can hear you. Don't worry. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> we just Thanks. hate you, that's all. Anyway, what I was saying was... <laughs> what I was saying was I quite like the creator of the weeks. Um, their title style, it doesn't seem... And now he can't hear you. And now he cuts himself off. It's not us, man. 18, and their content seems their content seems quite varied. Yeah, he's good. he's out there on the the tech edge doing Kubernetes stuff, but yeah. some of his stuff is a little more a little more intimate. I, I don't know. I, it looks like a good call. That's that's the way I would have voted. So excellent job to the creator of the week. Mm -hmm. What do they get? They get fifty thousand LBC support on their channel. A shout out on uh, the Creators Council Library channel as well as the Twitter and the Reddit. I will make sure to put a tweet out about them after the show. And if you want to help decide who the creator of the week is, how can they do that? There are two ways. So you can suggest a quater in the quater of the week suggestions Discord channel, and that is open to anybody. As long as you've got the library curious role, uh, you can uh, make suggestions. But if you want to actually vote each week on quater of the week, uh, then you need to be a verified quater. And you may ask, how do I become a verified quater? What is the criteria? And the criteria is that you need at least 100 followers and you need to upload it in the last three months. So if you uh, meet that criteria, then you can become a verified creator and uh, vote on creator of the week. Cool. That's solid. I'm down. And you make a post every week yeah. regarding who wins the creator of the week contest as well as a vote that usually goes up on Wednesday unless I have to give you a dirty look. Sometimes I'm busy and I can't do it on Wednesday and sometimes I'm like not busy and then I can do it earlier than that. You so should just plan to do it on Tuesday and and then if it's late, it's on Wednesday, and then it's fine. The but is, yeah, is the earliest it will ever be out is a Monday. That's the earliest. It will there be you out. go. That's your that's your new plan. Get it done uh, on Monday. Yeah. I have a question. We got mm -hmm. lies. Okay, is anybody contacting those lucky winners um, and telling I, them, hey, you won our support? I usually contact the quote of the week. Um, Often, oh. usually nobody oh. uh, email or Twitter. Um, I thought I used the Creative Council um, uh, email address, or I tweet. Uh, I like DM whoever the creator of the week is, or I uh, tag them on Twitter. You know, like if you contact them and you say like, "Hey, you just won like something on the blockchain and free, yeah, free support," they're, they're gonna it's think gonna sound scam. as a scam. Yeah. 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 It's an airdrop. Yeah, I think. So sending very similar emails to people using a template might make me look a bit like a scam. You're a bot? Um, yeah, it, it does look a bit like I'm um, just a bot sending out 
emails. Uh, the, the, the thing out. I'm not concerned about is your email address. I'm concerned about library.org. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you have a library.org email, right? Uh, I don't believe though. Yeah, no, no, you're it's sending, AM. You're sending emails from sandralinux at gmail.com. No, also, that isn't my... That isn't yeah, my yeah, it's, it's, it's a joke. Don't worry but, about yeah. you yeah. people. And, and also, um, yeah, I send it from the Creators Council email address. Well, if you receive a note from the Creators <laughs> Council, be sure to accept it as real, and uh, we're, we'll be we'll be talking about you every week. And uh, if you well, actually respond and say, hey, man, I'm really glad that you guys remembered and recognized my work, hey, maybe you can be on the next week's uh, podcast. I'm just going to put that out there. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. Can we somehow update or improve that workflow? Like, you know, since those people are kind of important for the ecosystem. I mean, they're not important to me. Let's be honest. There's a hey, billion creators. Yeah, I really don't care about them either, but like, you know, we're here in this lab thing, so yeah, maybe put some effort, bit of effort into it. Yeah, you're going to talk to Sandro about mm -hmm. that. I'm the slacker. He's the one who's supposed to be putting in effort. Yeah, and also another suggestion. Uh, can we invite some of those people in this podcast? They get invited yeah. every time yeah. somebody responds. Yep, every time oh. I send them an email saying, you can come over to the Library Foundation Discord server. I link the Discord server. Um, and that does happen. It has happened. It hasn't recently, but that's a longer story. Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's not the CC email address. That's my... Um, that's my website email address. So, that's so why I added... True. Why, why did you dox Sandra? You're doxing him. I'm glad that's why not going out on the stream. In the package, Jason. Yeah. Why doxing Sandra? Ban Shroom immediately. Doxer. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna just, just leave it there because I have no responsibility for anything. It's my favorite. It's in the Xarius package, Jason. Okay. You doxer, you. Man. Uh, Mediator. I, 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 hope you, I hope you don't know my name. Mediator. I'm anyway, so glad anyway, to see anyway, you. Anyway, 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 but nah. I mean, um, nah. Also, Madier, I'm surprised you don't already know um, those details there, because, yeah. Mediator um, does know. He knows all about you. He knows where you live, where you sleep, where you eat. He's yeah. followed you home from pizza on Sunday. I know what he's happens. Right, he's right in front of house right now. He's, he's out front right now, because I'm watching him. It's all good. <laughs> but anyway, back to the, the, the thing. Like, can we improve that entire process of getting people on the show? Um, so, the thing is, I... So the thing is, so I reach out to them usually on Twitter. Um, I usually try and send them some sort of message uh, via email if I can. But the problem is lots of people don't check their emails. Like, And if they do, it's sent to spam or they don't care. You sound like a spam and scam. I would like uh, to see some of those emails you have sent. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys I'll, can I'll, do that out of band because right look, now we've got a few more things to take care of. Yeah, actually. people can. You will do an interview with them. Lex, yeah, if, that. Lex. if somebody comes, we'll do an interview with them. Yeah. Lex, are we doing the interview with them if they come? We already have on multiple occasions. Yeah. And we've had some really good interviews with creators from the creators. Uh, uh, creator of the week. It, we, they've, they've shown up. We've talked to them. Had a good time. Well, that, 
it's a yes, Lex. That's a, uh, where the hell have you been? Why have you no, not no, been paying no, no, attention? No, 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 Lex, Lex, I want to hear it from you. I promise anyone who volunteers for it, we will torture publicly. Okay, hang on. Let me think. He was the, the Lunduke person, like Brian or something. Brian Lunduke, yeah, we had him we, on uh, we once. Had, um, we had, uh, what's the name of the... It we had a Brighton Bath uh, musician. Oh, yeah, those guys. Uh, I remember oh, what their logo uh, looks like. Those guys are the, the best. Dark like, Ritual people. Stick Up Boys. Stick Up Boys. Stick Up Boys. That was it. Yeah, Dark, yeah. dark Ritual. Yeah, we played Dark Ritual. We had that on. I mean, we, we have people on whenever they respond, and we're happy about that. But let's talk about Mattiator for a minute, because Mattiator has been out there in public doing the Lord's work, is, is all I, I can say. I remember when this... Shroom, did uh, you follow I, I, her? Yeah, no. So I, I remember when this post was literally just all oh, the community hub servers and Madiator just responded with yes and there was nothing. <laughs> That's the state I remember seeing it in. Well, I checked today because that was it. I grabbed the whole thread because it made me laugh so much. Over on the Reddit channel, uh, over on library subreddit, somebody asked, are there any community hub servers that aren't applying the library block list? And, and we've had this discussion on more than one occasion. We've talked about why the block list exists and how and how it's implemented and you can run your own server etc etc and we've had this discussion that's not what this is about i was just amused that mediator was like yes the response was has there been a list compiled of open hub servers i'm aware of your hub.mediator.com server but it looks like you've subscribed to the block list and mediator responds are you sure about that <laughs> just yeah i mediator <laughs> high five from me for that level of interaction also um is in the chat so i know he is he I'm speak. kind of keeping an eye on him. Yeah, he could speak if he wants to, or put something in the voice chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Maddie has been active in the voice chat. Um, not the voice chat, I mean the text chat. Um, connected to the voice chat. Yeah, he's he's wrestling with push to talk. Anyway, you can talk in the uh, in the text chat. Yeah. You know? but anyway, I, I the thing that jumped out at me immediately was, man, uh, Library has been in the news a lot recently with the SEC thing. And I, I got to be honest, the switching from the, the, the one-line question to, has there been a list compiled of open hub servers? I don't want to think this way, but I have been encouraged to by associating with you people too long. The first thing I said to myself was, man, that guy glows. He's a glowy. Ah, Fed detected. And um, I couldn't help myself. Who's the, who's, who's the glow in the dark? Who's, who's the Fed? Uh, I was, my, my intuition said, oh, original poster is a Fed. That's that. That's the joke, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Glowies. Well. They are injecting check. Firefly DNA into every yeah, Fed. That part is true. No, no, no. If, if someone is a fed, then that's the guy is swelled. He knows everything about love. Uh, they glow in the dark and they wear khaki cargo pants. That that we know for sure. If swelled is a federal agent. Also, uh, Vinny One is also a federal agent. Confirmed glow in the dark, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, I mean, stylish. Mattiator says, why I would put block list on my hub, maybe only for Axel. High five, Mattiator. I, I think I have to just agree with that. Oh, God, I forgot about Axel. Yeah, we haven't talked about Axel oh, in a little God. while. Neither has anyone else, because nobody cares. Yeah, Axel. When was the Axel scandal again? Like, I remember that. That was that was a long time ago. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. That hurts my soul a little. Also, I love how when you look up Axel, the first thing that comes up is, who the fuck is Axel? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's a right response. And um, it's literally on a subreddit called Ban Axel. Just just walk away. Just walk away. Hands in the air. Hub servers. Is there actually a list of the hub servers? Like, Mediator would be the thing? one to answer that. I thought he had a an a, an automatic probe uh, that generated lists of hub servers on his server. Mediator, correct me if I'm wrong. Ah, there he is. It is status.mediator.com slash status slash library, O-B-R-Y. That will give you a list of all of the available hub servers. There are only four servers, hub servers. All this talk Do we know anything about me. those servers? Do we know anything about nope. who runs no. them? What are they? Mm-hmm. You know what wouldn't surprise me? Mm-hmm. If the U.S. government ran a hub server. I mean, I don't think they care that much, but I, it, if they did, I can totally see them doing it. If you wanted to find out more about library and the exact way it works for your legal argument, wouldn't you try and start a hub server? I because would, but I'm like, not an idiot. Yeah, but SEC isn't uh, doing the tax deep analysis. They're interested in financial things. Actually, yeah, that is true. So they don't care. And who is writing hub servers? Hub servers are different from nodes. So I mean, nothing yeah. goes through. Nothing goes through a hub server that's not public information. Like it, it is literally a public blockchain. It's not secret. Yeah. Let's talk about Axel. Reminded me of um, why did why did why did Odyssey like I, I know I know it was like really pointless at the time, but could they at least have chosen somebody who didn't use YouTube ban to nope. grow? Also, also the thing is, I actually forgot about Axel because it was like a year ago now. Um, anyway, he stopped posting like seven months ago. So, and, um, and nothing of value was lost that day. I don't, uh, yeah. Isn't Axel just uh, Chandra's alter ego? Like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, but man, Maybe. now that you've introduced know. the conspiracy theory, I kind of feel like it ought to be true. Let's go into deep end, like... Oh, what uh, speaks against the theory? I don't uh, know. Why does every single actual title start with the F word? Like? Don't don't think about it. And by the way, the F word is fuck. I want everyone to know that we don't use little little side renims. We're not afraid of words around here. Axel starts every title with fuck. And I don't actually object to that part. I just think that if you're going to start with fuck, you need to end with a good one. Another idea. Um, Can we invite somebody from Odyssey? No. Why? No, we yeah. can't. We Why could. not? Why not? We could I invite- would like to know what's going on there. They will tell you, I'm sure. Hang on. So we could try. Who owns library? Who Who is financing Odyssey? What are the stats of the Odyssey? Why not? Do you know what could be a good idea? Um, We could let... Why haven't we tried to get anybody from Odyssey back on the show? I mean, Julian was on the show uh, before Odyssey. Yeah, and that went so well. Um, Because I don't think he said any one thing that wasn't a complete lie on that whole interview. Not one. But, um, okay, but like there are other happen. people from Odyssey. Yeah, there are. That, there are. That aren't are him, yeah. Um, and also, that was a long while back now, I believe. I would be happy. Let me be clear. I would be happy to have someone who works on the technical side of Odyssey on the community podcast. I feel like they would have something very interesting to add. I'm going to spend the podcast speaking about uh, React dependencies in a library node. Like, well, no, yeah. No, nobody cares. I would be interested in that, so yeah. Uh, uh, Miko. Miko is here. Uh, Miko has 
some contact with uh, Odyssey Inc. I think so. Miko, can you invite somebody from Odyssey? Anyway, regardless, Miko, it's please. what it is. Um, yeah, we should we should try and get somebody for Odyssey Inc. because that would be pretty epic. Like we haven't had anybody very significant on the show for a bit, apart from like the Jeremy was on the show. When was Correct. the last time Jeremy? Uh, it's yeah. been a while, but he's been <laughs> relatively recently. I want to say relatively. Yeah. Th- uh, yeah. Six months. Yep. Um. Th- he also, but before that, it was quite a long time. Like, um, like it, I believe Jeremy's uh interview, like uh the time before that when he was interviewed, uh I just come across the podcast. So uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, Jeremy is of course busy with a whole bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. right now. So mm. yeah. he is doing a lot of interviews. So if you're looking for live interviews with him, he does have many, and he does post about them on his you know on his Twitter. It was funny. People who bring up Jeremy and they're like, you you've heard about this new um this libertarian in uh new hampshire and, and then i say oh they're the founder of odyssey and like what yeah the funny thing is that they don't know what he's like doing it's like what yeah. where have you been what are you doing why are you even talking to me get out but what i'm saying is yeah just random people are just like i don't know how anybody in the uk even knows about it. anyway um... yes and though that does seek nicely into our next story which is i want to uh... remind people that we actually do have a date for the library sec trial it is october 4th it's been october 4th for a while it's in the actual filing look at the goddamn paper a great oh, paper. Th- this reminds me of when uh library inc was tweeting like oh yeah our, our, our judge is about to miss the deadlines oh no i mean that is actually true and that isn't it's like why would you ever put oh no i do <laughs> we're gonna miss the deadline it's like what no like... so no so they, they, they were just like it, it was mostly part of a joke but then uh, yeah I was gonna say that would be a really stupid thing to do uh, it like, wouldn't be the yeah, first I'm... stupid thing that a government agency did in the context of this suit now, that, to be fair they have not covered themselves in laurels and they they and, and library incorporated hasn't either on a lot of points so you know but the paperwork says trial October 4th that motion was filed back in July or moving it from September to October so if anybody tells you they know anything before October 4th, they be lying. But yes, that, that reference to the judge missing his own timeline was a, I think it was in response to when the uh, legal response to the original testimony needed to be in. There's there's a lot of, there's just a lot of structure in jurisprudence in the U.S. And so let's say hitting timelines has not been one of the strong points. Yes. Um... But yes, I do have a link to the uh, original tweet from somebody that was involved in the thread earlier today. I really did do some research. I know it's shocking. And the actual documentation, which is actually going out on the stream with the dates, the objections were due on August 16th. And then, yeah, and the the joint request for the trial to be rescheduled October 4th. So October 4th, we'll know something. Before October 4th, we know nothing. But you know what we do know, bizarrely, we do know that LBC is up a ton. What's the current price? Uh, I don't know what the current number is specifically but it's been up 20 percent over the last couple of days yeah what is going on then uh my guess is that you have a massive rush of speculators intending to get in on it early and no matter how the trial turns out it will either turn into a i dropped a ton of investment and got ahead of the curve or the uh announcement comes out that uh things went bad for the crypto side and it turns into a massive pump and dump either way there's motivation to buy stuff early though the library 
tweet, the Library Incorporated tweet about this actually did make me smile and laugh a little. And I consider it to be one of their best things that they've said about it. It's like I, the, the opening tweet is the government is well known for insider trading. And they show that LBC is up 21% and then follow that with, and please don't buy a library as an investment. That's a dumb and stupid idea. Buy a library to use it on the most popular non-finance Web3 protocol in the world. And I'm like, you know, that's that's actually a nice combo. Good job. Good job avoiding the minefield. Good on you. But also, good job avoiding the SEC afterwards just being... Oh, uh, see this tweet? They tweeted a thing. It's it's going up. They're trying to tell people to buy it. Yeah, as opposed to just way, pointing out it's going up. Svelte is here. He's like uh, our resident legal expert and a potential federal agent. So maybe he can tell us uh, his opinion on that matter. I don't know yeah. anything more than anyone else. I mean, it's just the judge is taking a long time. He gave two. I can tell you that during the summary judgment hearing, he gave two timelines for when he was going to, um, you know, come out with his decision. The first timeline was that he'd have it out by next Monday. The other timeline was that he'd have it out by the end of September, which is two weeks from today. Right. But the trial starts on, I think it's October 3rd or October 4th. So I have a feeling that if he doesn't get it out today, he's going to get it out early next week because I don't see him sort of issuing his decision and possibly saying, you know, this needs to go to trial. And then like three days later, the parties have to go to trial without, you without know, prep time. Yeah. Without prep time. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's probably coming out with it soon as to why it's been delayed. I have no idea. Um, I think that it's a hard case, but then again, the judge has other things going on. So that's it's, all. It's I... a complicated case in terms of, of political maneuvering and governmental agencies and external. I like, I would not want to be that guy. No, I wouldn't either, especially since, you know, if you look into his background, Judge Paul Barbadoro, he made his name by um, being the chief prosecutor on the uh, on the Iran-Contra affair back in the 1980s. And he really, you know, he got a big name and he was like this young hotshot lawyer. And then he got in big with this politician in New Hampshire called Warren Rudman. And Warren Rudman recommended him to President George H.W. Bush to be a uh, federal judge and he got that federal judgeship. And I feel like he probably would have been happy just leaving his legacy at that. But now his legacy is going indelibly to have this sort of crypto case. And he's going to be remembered as the judge who you know, issued the first decision about whether a non-ICO uh, crypto company um, has been engaged in an ongoing securities action. So if I was him, I'd be wishing that I'd just retired a few years ago when I oh, yeah. instead of instead of going in and having to settle this case. I don't know what he's going to do. I'm hoping he splits the baby. I don't think he has any political ambitions. A lot of judges have political ambitions, especially on a district court. They're gunning for a circuit court seat. But at the age of 69 or 70 or however old he is, I kind of doubt that he's really looking at that. At this I point, no. Probably probably he's thinking about, man, I could really use a good teaching job right about now. <laughs> yeah, he has one too. Actually, um, yeah, it's interesting 
saying federal judges have to they they have to disclose basically all of their earnings every year. So you can go online and he teaches a class at some local law school in New Hampshire, which my guess is, yeah, you're right. He's probably going to end up maybe taking on a few more classes there and sort of slowly fading into retirement. And I don't know what he's still doing in New Hampshire. By now, he should be in Hawaii or Florida. Hey, New Hampshire is, is pretty upscale. I can, I can see staying there. I could see it at the same time, you know, well, for me, the weather is a big consideration. Oh, God, I feel yeah. like if you're a snowbird, you know, he's probably a snowbird. That's probably the thing. He probably has a second house down in uh, Boca down Raton. South. Yeah, Boca Raton, Boca Raton, uh, you know, something like that. And but but anyway, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a hard case for him. I think that could very easily explain the delay, but it could be, you know, you just don't know. And um, I, I don't think that we know anything more fundamentally about the case now or how it's going to turn out than we did two weeks ago. Yeah, and even when we do know, then there's the inevitable appeal, no matter which way it falls out, because I think we I think we can say with some security there's going to be an appeal. There's definitely going to be an appeal, an appeal yeah, and uh, there's a good chance the circuit court's going to pick it up, and um, you know, the big, the thing about appeals is that they can happen very quickly and they can happen very slowly. It all depends on whether the appeals court wants to reopen discovery, whether they want to hear or arguments or whether they just review the case as it is. If they just review the case, you know, potentially it could be over within, um, you know, so very, very early in 2023. But if they want to do all this other crap with reopening discovery and hearing oral arguments and stuff, um, it could drag on for substantially longer. And uh, so I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. So anyway, the, the library case is far from being over, but, um, but you know, I'm... Uh, kind of on the fence i have no way i have no idea how it's going to turn out so i wish i wish we did have a crystal ball and could say yeah this is totally going to turn out one way or the other because there's, there would be money to be made but no no I, I this and the xrp case are being sold so hard in the crypto community as as bellwethers and i no matter how it shakes out it, even if it was meaningless even if there were really good splitting the baby decisions i I think that the crypto community has built it up as such a huge thing that it's it's going to shake out as um as as kind of a nightmare situation across the board. It could well be, you know, and uh you know the other thing to consider is that um, assuming that the Republicans control one house of Congress after the next elections, um, you know, getting a bipartisan bill passed, like it seems like a bipartisan bill on crypto is a possibility. Sure. Um, something like that, where it would be popular with the general population. I mean, there are, there are, there are some anti-crypto people, but most people who care about crypto care about it because they are supportive of it. And so the other, the other thing, you know, that could happen is just that as libraries can is going through appeal and as the XRP case is either ongoing or, you know, going through an appeal again, if it ends up getting settled by early next year. Um, I, I think there's a serious possibility that a crypto bill could end up being passed that basically, you know, for the most part, hands over most of the responsibilities to the CFTC and gives ICOs to the SEC. And uh, so so there's just, you know, you know, the idea it, it, it would take so long for it to reach the Supreme Court, which is ultimately what it would need to do to be binding across the entire United States that I just somehow in my mind, it seems more likely to me that 
there's going to be some bipartisan crystal bills now. Yeah, yeah. I fully expect there to be some legislation before Supreme Court intervention. It's just it, it's just unreasonable for there not to be. Now, what kind or form that will take uh, hands in here? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's um, there have been some good proposals. There have been some less good proposals. And um, and even within the good proposals, you could say that there might be some devils hidden in the details. But um, but you know, basically, if it if it does shake out that way, that um, you know, I, I'm not aware. There are definitely some very some Democrats who are very good on the crypto issue, but I don't know of very many Republicans who have like come out and, and like agreed with the way that the SEC is handling this. So if they have to rely on um, bipartisan support, I would imagine that the bill that's passed would be better than than the status quo, even if it you know it would at least it would at least be clear. There would be some sort of clarity brought in the course of bringing legislation. Yeah, right. Exactly. But um, but yeah, I don't know. LBC is apparently uh, going up. They say um, I don't know why. I it, it could be insider trading. More likely, it's just people who think that no news is good news. But yeah, I I don't think there's much in the way of insider trading going on. I mean, let's let's be honest. The despite the recent story on the massive amount of um, questionable uh, stock trades by the U.S. Congress, I, I think it's safe to say that they probably don't care about LBC enough to to wager that much. They like real money when they when they get their kickbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To go on to go on some you know to go on CoinX and and bet on a cryptocurrency that has hardly any uh, value and and very uh, low liquidity would be kind of unlikely. I think. Yeah. I don't think you so, can. I don't even think you can make enough on Graft with LBC. That that's it's one of its great strengths. It's it's not big enough to steal from. That's true. Um, it's not big enough to steal from. But I feel like going, you know, the, the biggest threat to LBC really or to the library network as a whole is just um, some sort of coordinated attack on the network. And, um, you know, in general, I'm agnostic. How do, you, how do you mean a coordinated attack? Like a 14 year old would do it on his budget. Like it doesn't have to be super coordinated. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't say coordinated. I, I just mean um, coordinated was a bad way to put it. I just mean if you if you bought enough mining and infrastructure to attack the network. Um, um, that that would be a possibility. But um, yeah, I mean, but the, because the thing is that most, I think that some people, it may be that you could find uh, individuals or large organizations or possibly even state actors who have an interest in shutting LBC down. And to, the cost for that amount of mining infrastructure right now is probably pretty low. With the Ethereum changeover, I think, I think you can probably get your hands on some stuff now. But the mining, 51% attacks are not the only thing, right? The node count is so low, like basically there are 40-ish nodes, so basically you need to buy 40 virtual machines and you take over the network, basically. Like, but, but then you only have, you, you've basically taken over, oh yeah, you've taken over LBC, yeah. and now you, you got you, you spin up like uh, 50 virtual machines somewhere and you have taken over the LBC. <laughs> No, so you spent more you, than you're you ever going to get out, but good job. Yeah, but like uh, somebody should do, will do it just uh, for the lulls. C2 at Fancy Lass. I don't have the skills or the will to Laziness, it's the best protection. Yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting idea to think about what LBRY moving forward is like, um, you know, if, if it does gain in users, um, the people who are probably going to try to shut the library network down are probably not going to be trying to shut it down for the same reasons that people would try to 
attack the Ethereum network or some other, you know, crypto network. Right, it, it could right. be that you just have people who don't like the idea of people sharing content and the, the, the financial aspect is sort of immaterial to them. It would be so, more an ideological attack rather than, you know, one motivated by financial gain. So right. Here is the data. So 51% attack library network in $82 per hour. So that, basically that's nothing. definitely not worth it. No, no. Uh, but but I think most of it's these... So, it's super cheap. Like, like the question is, why not... I mean, yeah, one one thing that could happen is that if most of these, you know, uh, mining nodes are in China or something and the Chinese government finds some content on library it doesn't like, they could always just commandeer the, the mining software and uh, or the mining hardware and then do a 51% attack. That's always a possibility. Though it is worth pointing out, man, if the Chinese government hasn't found something yet on the library network they don't approve of, they, they, they're not looking. Yeah, but they don't care probably like, well yeah it's, it's not caring is, not caring is the best protection like if any government agency could a lot like they, they could shut down odyssey just based on pirates yeah yeah i mean uh, that's that's definitely true yeah for sure for sure um yeah the chinese government doesn't care right now i mean i know that at one point there was some perhaps some of you guys saw this news article about a, a uyghur sort of organization where youtube had shut down this um this guy from you know Xinjiang province in China, the Uyghur minority there, um, who was reporting on human rights abuses and he moved to Odyssey. That was an article that was published a year ago or so. I looked up his channel and it doesn't look like he's publishing anymore. But um, but if you had like a thousand people doing things like that, I mean you know, I don't know. Eventually it gets to the point where I think you could catch the Communist Party's attention. I, absolutely. Or if not, if not the PRC because it is pretty large and they do have their own stuff going on, maybe a smaller government body like, you know, um, I don't want to say one of the Baltics, yep. certainly one of the Baltics. Uh, <laughs> the uh, PR, um, if, uh, Odyssey is already, and LBRY is already blocked. Uh, what, so, why would anyone the, from Baltics block or library? What I saying? can't imagine why Belarus would do anything against uh, any sort of Belarus free speech. Belarus is not the Baltics. They're, they're up there. They're in the region. You're all the same. Anyway, well, the, the, the uh, Latvians, the, the Estonians, Lithuanians and Latvians don't like Russia today. That's very true. And, and Odyssey is in Russia today. So there you go. But, but yeah, it's pretty clear yeah, that don't the... don't care um, about library. Nobody does. Let's be honest. What? Anyway. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, I think uh, the Chinese government already know about library given it is blocked in China. Like, um, that, yeah, there's a... Uh, there's like, if you, uh, you know, one of those online checkers on whether a uh, website's blocked in uh, mainland China. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. It says, yep, Odyssey is blocked and so is the library website. And library TV used to be blocked um, back when that was a thing. Yeah, didn't, no need to block that anymore. They took yeah, care yeah. of that themselves. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I did check it back then and yeah, it's been that, like that for a long while. So Basically, a, a relatively moneyed state actor could probably pull off a 51% attack on the network, but there's no reason for them to care enough yeah, about yeah. it in that context. But why would they do a 51% attack when you can just spin up? Because the cost is $82 per hour. But if you spin up 50 virtual machines like a virtual machine is maybe like say 10 bucks so you pay 500 bucks per 
month and you take over the network. I mean, obviously it's not even worth that level of effort. So, I mean, aces, good on them. But I guess that this brings up another question. And it's a question that's like, it's kind of uncomfortable because, um, because you know, all of the litigation and you're always supposed to be neutral about the price. But at the end of the day, you really do need a higher price than this to have any sort of uh, security. Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I agree. You don't need a price because a token on Ethereum is 100% safe. Like, they, they, right. they don't even need a price like They take the security model from the Ethereum network. Yeah, they have as much security as anything else on yeah. Ethereum. So basically, you could have the price of zero i mean you can you, you don't need a price action because you don't need to subsidize the miners so so let me ask you this lab could uh could you set library up on the ethereum network in in such a way or could somebody set it up on the ethereum network in such a way that you could send lbc from person a to person b without having to pay an ethereum gas fee like without having to pay any money in ethereum okay i'm gonna say this one more time one more time guys there are like several active level two solutions on Ethereum. There is Optimism. There is Arbitrum. There is ZKSync. There is Polygon. There is, uh, there are two or three more coming. So basically, the, the, they take the security model from Ethereum, their level two chain, uh, it costs fractions of a penny to transact. Like, uh, you, you should really, you should really get rid of that idea that Ethereum is expensive. It's only expensive if you transact on the base pay. If you go level two, it's a completely different story. And going on level two is just clicking the button on metamask so if if we go if it was to go on level two would the library i mean would the library blockchain continue to function more or less the same way that it is right now no it's a completely different uh, network configuration it's a completely different blockchain configuration because um library blockchain has uh, metadata in the blocks so you would need to configure this uh, chain I, I don't know if, if you could go to one of the existing l existing l2s or you would need to set up your own l2 also ethereum is not the only way there is a cosmos ecosystem so basically in cosmos like in ethereum uh, tokens are or devs are uh, taking the security model of the underlying chain but in cosmos all devs are, it, are its own chain and the, the short their... version the short version is no, the it's no there's no trivial wrapping mechanism for sending it across ethereum it's an erc20 it is a trivial wrapping mechanism for a token itself but not for the claims so right now you can wrap lbc as plbc on uh, binance smart chain but that's only tokens so basically just lbc not the claims if you want to transfer the claims then you would need to migrate the entire uh, blockchain to a different chain. i think it's possible i mean i'm not expert by any measure but it has to be possible no sane person would want to do it short version why not why is, what is uh, what speaks against that idea because by the time i could port it all i could build a brand new one with the same inspirations but done better yeah you could build a but if you want to preserve the existing claims why would i i, I don't know like if you want to i, I don't care like seriously like if, if, if there's no fight like we've already established there's very very little financial incentive in the library blockchain content um because there's not even enough to make it worth taking over at a 51 percent attack so i mean why would i want to port all that information when i could instead create a new architecture with a new block um and say hey look uh library people i will you know i, I will build a tool to 
lets you migrate your data over individually, just like posting to my to my blockchain. But uh, you know, you got to have my token, or you can pay me in LVC. Though no sane person would do that. So like, it's there's no possible. point in there's no point in porting the current content when you can use the desire to move the current content to a new, better platform as a financial gain for yourself. It just makes no sense. But there is uh, there is a theoretical theoretical. Uh motivation like for instance if you are odyssey odyssey like if you want to preserve your uh, underlying blockchain model but you want to start a new token for whatever reason then it's probably in your interest that you port everything i mean it's one possibility like i'm not saying i'm not prescribing i'm describing like i'm just saying what is possible so like yeah if odyssey wants to do it they want to start odyssey chain with all the claims from library for whatever reason in whatever relation it should be possible it just wouldn't be financially feasible or Probably technically reasonable, but yeah, you could do that. Yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm just saying what is possible. Like, I'm not going into why, who, where, when, how much. Like, yeah, we're just talking. Yeah, th th thank you for inviting me on, uh, Lav Radis, and thanks you guys for uh, suffering through some of my monologues. But I, I've got a meeting I need to go to at work. So go do real stuff. Go, go have a life. Okay, yeah, you guys have a good time. I'll let you go. Bye bye. Later. Thanks, Gerald. Take care. Yeah. All right. And there's nothing left in the pile. I think that brings us around to uh, about what all we got unless there's something cool that happened in the last 20 minutes dead silence um people yeah are still a thing and wow. on that note <laughs> wow i think we're just gonna that call it bad, i think um, we're gonna let that go Sandra, oh, yeah. at, 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 at the point in your life you will learn to hate that fact i'm just gonna shake my head and go on all right everybody no, have a lovely day <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on over to the after party we're gonna close this out yeah. and you know what else is gonna happen we'll see you this friday 2 p.m. Eastern Time, UTC minus 4, right here on the Discord. If you would like to be part of the voice chat, or you can listen live, watch live on Odyssey. Uh, you go ahead and check out our links. They're probably in wherever you saw this reference. So I'm Lex Tenebris. That's Sandro. Sandro, wave. Yep. Hello. Like I am waving, but you can't see me, but I am waving in person. Shroom's over there somewhere. Lav, Lav, you want to wave something? Um, That was disturbing. That was the uh, lack of... Lav's uh, gone. Yeah, he... he Bails, like a smart dude. Yeah. All right, we're going to call it in. We're going to call yeah. it in. We will see you guys next week, and hopefully we'll have something to report on. We're getting close to the end of the month. If you are doing something in the library ecology and you would like us to talk about it on the community podcast, drop me a line on the Discord, and I will do my best to see if we can get you in. Yay! Catch everybody next week. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Let's move over to the voice channel.